0: Alexandria James allegedly used what's described as a quote makeshift phallic device like a broomstick <laughs> From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live and Hugh Hefner's corpse finally died I like that <laughs> There in Queens where a man brutally beat and insulted two Jewish women at a Forest Hills subway station But he wasn't out to beat up Jews he had misidentified them as "quote, dirty Muslims." Oh! Now, when the man was arrested at the scene, he responded, "I don't understand why I'm being arrested. Is it because I'm rich and white?" <laughs> hmm. No. The victims, a mother and daughter, 57 and 37, at 67th Avenue around 2 p.m. They heard a man say, "Go back to your fucking country, you dirty Muslims." The attacker, 40-year-old Dimitrios Zias,
1: and he calls himself white.
0: Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's only white when he's taunting immigrants. I guess. Right, right, okay. <laughs> or ethnic, uh, ethnic uh, minorities. He, he's the perfect rich white guy to make all the rest of us rich white guys look bad. Sure. You know, first of all, he's very impolite. It's not nice to call it out when you happen to see some Jew ladies who look like dirty Muslims. Right. It's it's rude. It, it's very rude and it's not indicative. It's not it's not who we are. No. It, uh, 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 on the whole, I would but, say. But
1: you know who Greeks are. Cuz this guy, I assume is Greek, his name is Demetrius
0: Zios, I Zios. would think. Yeah, no Greeks are not it's, not it's not as if they're way up on the Aryan no, no, uh, no. food chain.
1: Greeks are um some people say Greeks are um are Turks trying to pass as Jews. Wow. That is
0: low. <laughs> <laughs> And they hate Turks. <laughs> they, you know? they do. They, they do. really do. And Turks hate Greeks. Here's what happened. though: When the daughter uh, asked him to repeat himself, Zias, who police said was highly intoxicated, spat in her face, probably on Uzo, uh, spat in her face before punching her in the face and body oh, shit. knocking her to the ground. Uh, in a situation like this, which is confrontational, it's emotionally heated, I think we can all see why he didn't want to repeat himself, how it could be frustrating, mm-hmm. you know, just, would, could you repeat that? I'm sure, mm-hmm. I mean, we all have that flash in the moment where we just go, listen, you know what I mean? Right, and I then, already said it, why,
1: why weren't you listening to me?
0: Right, especially if it's obvious that she heard him, you know what I mean? It's yeah. It's obviously you heard me.
1: Yeah, and I'm drunk.
0: <laughs> On top of that. <laughs> Yes, and I mean it's possible she didn't hear him I guess. I yeah, don't know. Maybe, maybe she maybe she had a hard time hearing him too right. the hijab. Yeah. But uh he he continued punching her
1: oh, shit. as she was
0: on the ground even before pulling her up by the hair. And then when her mother got involved, ZS grabbed her by the hair and uh while punching her in the face and head with the other hand. Good lord. I I know to I assure you not all rich white guys are like this, okay? Most of us have accepted it a long time ago. To beat women in public is considered a crime.
1: Well, it's 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 a crime, but it's also very gauche. It's
0: beyond <laughs> and, and if you're and if you're seen doing it, most likely right. you will be treated by the police as a criminal. And
1: you're gonna get blood on your um topsiders. <laughs> it's just how it is now. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it doesn't matter how dirty or Muslim they look to you, pal, okay? And right. by the way, in America, even if they even if they're Muslim. And even if they happen to be Muslim women who haven't washed or even just smell as if they haven't washed, sure, you, my friend, are walking down a very fine line attacking them in the street like that. Yeah. It's, it's what we call a slippery slope.
1: What's the next... Um What's below? What what happens next? I mean, if you if you go that
0: way, you start doing things like that. Now, any anybody wearing any sort of like a uh, ethnic headgear, you know, right. you could sort of conflate with some sort of you know undesirable ethnic group. Right. Uh, it's 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 dangerous. You're kind of asking for trouble. And I'm talking about in 2017. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. This is not where you know this things things are different now. Right. But uh, he was charged with assault as a hate crime.
1: But a hate crime against whom? Exactly, Jews or Muslims.
0: If he's mistaken about them, right? Their ethnic or or you know background or whatever, is it still a hate crime against Jews? I don't know, and or is it a hate crime against Muslims? I don't know. And
1: I can't wait until until September thirtieth when they will put out the new. Um, they'll put out the new hate crime. The report. new hate
0: crime. Really? Does that happen?
1: They do that, yeah. Every quarter they put out a hate Did crime Did you say report. September 30th? Well, that's the end of the quarter.
0: But that, okay, so it's done. Oh,
1: it's done. Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: So it's we could find it.
1: Um, well, they'll probably put it out in the next week or so, yeah.
0: Cannot wait. Now, the new FBI crime numbers are out. I, I read Heather McDonald's piece about that. Very interesting. Uh, the Department of Justice.
1: Yeah. Uh, murder was up.
0: Yeah. Uh, murder's up, and largely because of Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they seem to have brought the entire national average up.
1: It's pretty amazing.
0: Well, that's the way it is. You know, when you're hitting on all cylinders, you know, you you kind of make the whole team better. As far as this case, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, hate crime would apply. He seems to be hateful anyway. In 2015, he has, uh, just for a little bit of background on him, he was busted for uh, taking pictures with his phone under a woman's skirt Oh, at the uh, Uniqlo store on 5th oh. Avenue in Manhattan. That's smart. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wonder if he'll get arrested for impersonating a white person.
0: <laughs> That's why it's a perfect story. Now, he was charged in that case. He pleaded unlawful. He pleaded guilty to unlawful surveillance. He was sentenced to five years probation. Five years probation.
1: Is that what they call it? Unlawful surveillance? Doing upskirt photos?
0: <laughs> what are you surveilling exactly? <laughs> What's going on up there? <laughs> okay. How many women do you think are walking around with no underwear on? Like, like say in Manhattan, so you're looking at a 1,000 women uh, on a block.
1: Maybe like, I don't know, 15 of them have no underwear? 15. Maybe more.
0: I think that's a pretty good estimate, actually, because most women are throwing a pair of underwear on. Usually. Yeah, but then every once in a while, and it ain't because it's laundry day. It's uh, right, sometimes because right. the shit they wear, it's not really working. For it, listen, if you're a woman listening to the show, I would like to know how often do you go out without any underwear on? Uh, just let me know. Write me at patdixonnyc at gmail.com. patdixonnyc at gmail.com. And just tell me. Uh, here's you know my first name, and uh, here's where I live. I heard the podcast uh, episode at 315. And this is how often I don't uh, wear underwear when I go out. And
1: if you don't feel like writing, just go to the Uniqlo store on Fifth <laughs> Avenue.
0: <laughs> and look for a filthy Greek. <laughs> His bail was set at 50 grand. He's due back in court uh, later. So. His attorney wasn't available for comment. Uh, I wonder if it was a Jew attorney.
1: Um, well, it might have been, but, you know, it's kind of a myth that all attorneys are Jews. There's plenty of non-Jewish attorneys.
0: Did the wife really go to Chicken Kaporis? Yeah, she play- no, did.
1: No, no, in fact, look, I have. she brought home a poster, and it's so funny. Oh, Let me show you a picture God, of the God, is, this is
0: amazing. I want to go next time
1: um well I mean if it's legal a,
0: yeah well you've just got a year to go
1: um hmm let me show you the post how did I miss chicken I even Capors. put it on Twitter now what but it is you, what you do is you buy the chickens and then you um
0: and then you shake them right they give you a chicken and you and you kill it by no no swinging you don't get around no
1: no 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 you uh, you wave it over your head your people wave it over your head Oh, I see. and that's supposed to absorb the sins and then it's slaughtered by like a um you know like a
0: professional a like a moil. No.
1: Uh, <laughs> like a moil, yeah. but uh, no, a, a professional slaughterer, a kosher slaughterer. And then do they... Uh,
0: and and, and do, then
1: I think they distri- They give the chickens to charity. They suck
0: something. the blood out of the head. No, you know. no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> they don't do that with the chickens.
0: That is that is something. And they give the chickens to charity. Okay, Apparently. but even though they're killed in this bizarre way. Uh, well, you know, here's the thing. I'm sure there's still good chickens. No, no,
1: they're fine. Uh, not all... I mean, a lot of Jews are not... This practice has very dubious, like, religious uh, significance, like kind of a folk religion type of thing, like maybe similar to some kind of syncretic accretion, like the way in voodoo, like, you know, Catholic voodoo people will slaughter animals. Did you say syncretic accretion? It's some kind of syncretic accretion.
0: Yeah. Is that one word or two? Two words. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: It's almost, it's all, it's not that, but it's almost like it's like something that came from outside the religion. It's, it's, it, oh, it, it has very little, um, religious, there, there's no religious authority for it.
0: Okay. So it's almost like.
1: It's a folk practice.
0: Maybe where, where Judaism and, uh, what, what's that other religion where they slaughter animals here? That, like like
1: you, in like, uh. Santeria.
0: Santeria. It's, like, it's sort of like Judaism with the touch of Santeria. It's, it's not. sacrifice has, been, has gone on for centuries. Yes, I mean, but the whole
1: point in of Judaism. Thousands of years. And the whole point of Judaism. The whole point? Of rabbinic Judaism is that since the destruction of the temple, there is no sacrifice. Oh, Christ. So why are, exactly? When they well, it this.
0: isn't exactly sacrifice. It's more of a uh, because your the sins go into the animal. Yeah. Now yeah. you're killing the a, 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 a chicken with its tiny brain has absorbed all of my sin for the last year. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be overwhelming to that chicken. He wants to be dead. He's like fucking kill me quick.
1: There's no theological basis for the practice i would say (laughs) it's really it's just for fun it's just for fun yeah yeah. it's kind of like like when they um when all the hasidim go to coney island one day you know it's kind of like that
0: (laughs) the death of a harlem man after undergoing a buttocks enhancement procedure was declared a homicide by the medical examiner That was a man i've never heard of a man getting a buttocks enhancement wow and in this case it happened and it's a homicide uh I guess when it happens to a woman, it's mostly just an unfortunate accident. But with a right, woman, you know, right. it's it's sort of like dying of natural causes. You know, for the contemporary woman, kind of uh, because you know they want to be beautiful, they want to have a nice buttocks. Who they want to have two nice buttocks who, if possible. Who doesn't? Uh, who in the world doesn't? Most men don't care that much about it.
1: You but, wouldn't go get like um, like concrete injected into your into your butt.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't get the caulk. Uh, the yeah, essentially right. Now the Manhattan DA's office will decide if charges will be filed against the back alley butt doctor who did the procedure on 31-year-old Letitia Bynum. Now the plot thickens. Wait,
1: that's a, I thought you said it was a man.
0: Yes, I'm reading it exactly as it's written. These it was, cases
1: happen about twice a year mm-hmm. in New York where somebody gets a butt injection
0: yeah, at least uh, the last one was a woman with kids and she went down to the Dominican Republic. That's the last one I noticed. And oh. she got a second rate butt enhancement. Wow. Um, and when you do that, you know, you get what you pay for. She died when she came back. She just, and then the way you die is like really kind of lousy too. You're just like, I'm not feeling very well for a while. And then she just collapsed in, in the front seat of her car. Oh, no. So what do they inject them with? Silicone. Oh, I think it's silicone, yeah, it's silicone, Uh, because the autopsy revealed that Bynum died from complications of embolization of silicone injections for cosmetic augmentation of buttocks. Oh. That's a very long cause of death. Yeah. But really, I would say that what Letitia Bynum died of was vanity.
1: Wow. That's a good point, Pat. We'll be right back.
0: (laughs) Bynum had surgery in a residential building on 21st Street across from Crimacent Town. Two weeks later, she fell into a coma and died. Uh, the doctor was not named, but authority said that he set up his appointments covertly and used a Manhattan Dunkin' Donuts as his waiting room. Wow. Red flag, <laughs> a delicious one. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind the waiting room usually being a Dunkin' Donuts. No, that'd be great. It's like, man, I... And plus, you know, you're about to get your buttocks enhanced anyway. Sure. so. sure. Shoot the works, right? I mean, you're not worried about adding pounds at this point. I guess this must have been a trans person,
1: uh, because it says she at yeah, the
0: end and he at the beginning. Yeah. So maybe there's some sort of illegal... was this in the
1: st- Post or the Daily News?
0: I believe this was in oh, DNA com. Well, it
1: sounds like they've got to get their pronouns
0: straight. Well,
1: I mean, why are they call they're-, they're calling it a man. They're calling it a woman. Why didn't they figure out? Well, I think that who they're talking about.
0: I think it's because. You know, when you're talking about uh, the medical quality of somebody being dead, then you're talking about their biology, what their gender identification is, ceases to matter once they're dead, right?
1: I think that's a really uh, cis-centric kind of thing to say, Pat.
0: Well, that's fine. But I mean, I'm just just trying to make some logic out of the story. Yeah. It makes sense out of the fact that this person wanted a butt injection, because no man I've ever met is like, even gay guys.
1: I think gay guys are into that.
0: Maybe they are. I okay. mean,
1: I think that they like to have bubble butts, too.
0: Well, uh, you could, for a billion dollars, I wouldn't get a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a good, solid, professional one, you know. But uh, now a violent inmate. A notoriously violent inmate. This is Rikers News. A notoriously violent inmate. 23-year-old Alexandria James facing a 136-count indictment in the sexual assaults of two female inmates in the city jail. Wow! How can you do 136 <laughs> counts worth of shit to two people in jail? Unbelievable. One of those inmates is Geraldine Perkins. This is where it gets interesting. Geraldine Perkins was charged in the fatal beating of her six-year-old last September. That was a very brutal and high-profile case. Oh, of Zymir. That's right. Six-year-old Zymere. Wait,
1: wait, so Zymere's mom
0: was... Was sexually assaulted. By a woman? By a woman named Alexandria James, 23, in Rikers. Yep. (laughs) I guess it
1: couldn't have happened to a nicer person.
0: Exactly. It was a very brutal, high-profile case. that drew a lot of attention to the poorly run Administration for Children's Services, causing a major shakeup in the agency. And She admitted to hitting her son, but it was her boyfriend, Rysheem Smith, who beat him to death with a broomstick after the kid either pissed or shit into an ice bucket. We don't know. Hmm. Mischievous, yes, but hardly a capital crime. After the beating, Perkins told cops that uh, Rysheem Smith, after after he beat him to death, uh, then hung the boy from his shirt on the bathroom door and stormed out of the apartment. Like a towel? Yeah.
1: (laughs) exactly... Seems a bit harsh. That's where the towels go. You would think if the kid peed or went to the bathroom or whatever in an ice bucket, like... Okay, well, he was clearly trying not to do it on the floor.
0: Yeah, or he had been told ten times, don't shit in the ice bucket. Oh, right. And if you shit in that ice bucket one more time,
1: we don't know. You know, there's a lot of these cases I've noticed where um, boyfriends or stepfathers Mm. kill little kids.
0: Yes, Um, and usually it's over, a bathroom type accident. A lot
1: of the time it is, yeah. or like the kid won't stop crying. Um, I think there's an interesting thing going on in our society where women have kids. Like sometimes they're like, like teenagers or in their early 20s. Mm. They have kids and then like that guy, you know, fucks off or whatever. And then they get a new boyfriend and he wants to show that he's a good man. He's not like the one who left. And so she's like, "Oh, he loves Zaymir, Zaymir, or whoever." And she leaves him, and then she's like, "Well, I'm going off to get my nails done. You watch Zaymir. Mm, you guys make friends." Yeah, and then um, she comes home, and the kid's dead. <laughs> yeah, and He's, then the boyfriend. I mean, so the thing is, like, I've seen these cases with like some, I don't know, some seventeen-year-old, nineteen-year-old kid who like lost his shit and, like, threw his girlfriend's baby against the wall. Now, obviously, he's an asshole, but why are these women leaving their sons? Like, this idea that, like, he's everybody's son. You got to love him.
0: Mm. If you want to be with me. If you want to
1: be with me, if you want to get up in me, you better be good to my boy.
0: Which makes sense. I mean, I guess it makes sense, but, like... I mean, you can't be like... Listen, uh, I understand that I'd be mean, like, I want to fuck you, but like, I know you're gonna kill my kid, <laughs> so it's best to, to not involve him with the kid. I agree. Yeah, right. I mean, like, really, if you're if you're a young mother, you've had a kid, uh, you find yourself in the position of being alone, maybe uh, you should just stay single for a while. Uh, or leave the kid with the grandmother when you're right. hanging out with your muscle-bound uh, yeah. you know guy with the anger problem. Yeah. Uh he was very abusive but you see the thing is I think she must be pretty sadistic too because she hit him as well. Not only did she hit him as well, she was there when he beat him to death with a broomstick. She watched the whole yes. thing. She's charged with manslaughter. That's why she's in jail. So this is a, an exception to that. I'm not really talking she about She was joint. Huh. <laughs> But let's talk about her. Yeah, she, no, you're and, right. You're and, right. And, and Smith was later charged with murder. So Perkins was charged with manslaughter and has been at Rikers awaiting trial, where she was allegedly sexually assaulted. Now, in two separate incidents, Alexandria James allegedly used what's described as a, quote, makeshift phallic device.
1: Like a broomstick. <laughs>
0: I want yeah. How sick are you if you masturbate with the murder weapon? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, to and, and that was used to assault Perkins uh, and one other inmate. Uh, now the attacks were captured on a jail uh, surveillance camera. I'd really? like to get. I'd like to get a look at that. I want to see her get fucked with a makeshift phallic device. What's it? Makeshift. I wonder what they made it out of. Um, like carve it out of a bar of soap.
1: Well, I think it's anything that's pretty much longer than it is wide. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know what? I mean, look, I'm not in favor of anybody being like like brutally violated, but no, of course. Honestly, not. this woman, I'm surprised that this didn't get around more. You know what? It's funny because remember when, like, whenever Anthony Weiner gets in trouble, they're like, or when Jared from Subway got in trouble. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Uh, enjoy your foot long. Mm-hmm. Well, how come there weren't a lot of jokes when this woman got raped, savagely raped, like, in the, on the Daily News, like, Zymir's mom.
0: Uh, I don't know. I guess that's our job <laughs> to come up
1: with the funny <laughs> pun. Yeah, I guess you're right.
0: Uh, James is charged uh, now with. Uh, aggravated sexual abuse, sex abuse, forcible touching, stalking, and other related counts, so much easier to stalk someone. In jail. And James is also accused of breaking the wrist of another inmate who witnessed the sexual assault and reported it to guards. Wow. This woman is, like I said, notoriously violent. She's doing payback on the snitches, she's sexually assaulting bitches, and a makeshift phallic device. Don't fuck with her.
1: I know, right? You know how you always hear... In prison, like, uh, guys who are, uh, you know, sex offenders, child sex offenders, child killers, like...
0: Just for the stay.
1: And then they get, like, the shit kicked out of them by the other... Pri- like, there's this ethic against, you know, uh, right. rapists and stuff.
0: Because so many of them were sexually assaulted as kids and stuff. Presumably. The theory.
1: And then, um, I wonder if it's the same thing among women in prison. Like, oh, you killed your kid? Well, I'm going to...
0: I'm going to fuck your pussy with a phallic device. With this makeshift phallic thing. (laughs) I doubt it. They're probably just going to, like, you killed your kid? Okay, I can see that. (laughs) I respect that.
1: (laughs) What was this woman in prison for
0: originally? Alexandria. Oh, uh, you know what? That I do not know. I don't know about her, what she's locked up for. And this was all in Rikers. Yeah, this is jail. This is awaiting trial. As
1: all of the, um, the prisoner advocates like to point out, these people are innocent.
0: That's right. They're innocent. Because
1: they're in jail. They have not been convicted of any crimes. They are innocent.
0: Yes. They have not yet been proven guilty. They are innocent people. Uh, however, uh, none of them sound very innocent right here a child killer and a uh double rapist and wrist breaker Uh, she was trying to sue to begin with when she reported it she had a lawsuit there Oh, i'm sure she does yeah so uh you know we'll see what happens but it just seems as if they all have lawsuits how can shit not go wrong in some way that there's going to be i don't know how the city has any money i don't know how they everybody deserves something if, if you're gonna like be paying people all the time even uh remember that i'll talk about it in a minute but that uh, tennis player uh blake yeah james blake he he got like uh he got knocked down he got one hundred and seventy five thousand dollars for his legal fees and expenses and shit like that Mm. he got a fellowship set up in his name at the ccrb oh it's ridiculous yeah and and there was nothing done wrong okay so uh that that's what's happening there isn't sexual assault in prison interesting a mean queens woman will serve a will serve uh, two to six years in prison following the guilty pleas of herself and her husband to labor trafficking charges. 50-year-old Suk Young Park forced two children entrusted to the couple's care to work in grocery stores, a nail salon, and as babysitters. Mm. Since January 2010, when the boy and girl were seven and nine years old, Yep, the children's passports were seized by the couple. They were also forced... Through fear, intimidation, and physical force, to perform numerous household chores. Okay. The couple demanded the kids hand over all the money that they earned working those long hours, and when they returned home, they were forced to give Park and her husband massages and <laughs> pedicures. <laughs> Great. Okay. That is really something else, isn't it? I mean, they—they they even Park and her husband, or uh, who is a fifty-four-year-old uh, Zhang Tak Lee. He, he uh, They pocketed the money sent over by the kids' parents. Oh, nice! So they had a real nice little uh, scam going there.
1: Sure. Uh, yeah. Send your kids to us here in America. We'll take good care of them and send them to school and uh, teach them value work. Teach them work lessons, and uh, you you just give us money for their upkeep and um, stern we'll, discipline. We'll turn
0: them into slaves. They will be a lot of people when they come to this country. They lose that ethic. That work ethic. That will not happen when they come here to us. <laughs> No, we're it's, gonna
1: we're gonna make sure that they keep that that
0: strong it's, ethic. It's that's almost right. like they stayed in Korea, you know what I mean? That's where they're from. In North Korea. Yeah, exactly. North Korea is just the, the worst place on earth, I guess, right? Well, one of the worst. That's what they say. I'd be so terrified to be there that I would just yes and everything that sounded pro government, you know? I would be because one guy stole a poster. He comes back like fucking McMurphy. You know? <laughs> I don't know what they did to him, but it was fucking harsh. Yeah, but
1: these people are from South Korea. Which is I mean you know, strict right but right
0: over the line. Yeah. I hear I hear the South Korean border is is just within miles of the North Korean <laughs> border.
1: <laughs> yes, but it's an entirely different country and you know they've got a different they've got a whole sort of Americanized capitalist system there and it's a fairly wealthy country.
0: It's sort of like how Canada And the United States are very close to each other, but they're very different. Like, you know, when you're in uh, Canada and then you jump over in Michigan, you know, when you're in Michigan, you can be like, Muslims suck dicks, you know, jump over in Canada and say that you'd be in prison, you'll have you before a tribunal or something.
1: But you know what? You have to give the Canadians credit because Chelsea Manning wanted to go to Canada recently. I don't know if you saw this. Mm. And um, she was told, uh, no, you have a lifetime ban. You can never come to Canada. But why?
0: Because based on what? That his that her status as a trans person.
1: No, her status as a traitor. They said, "Oh, well, the equivalent of the crimes you committed under uh, Canadian statute is treason. So you can't ever come in the country."
0: Chelsea Manning was pardoned. No, the sentence was commuted. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's different. Okay, so the sentence was commuted. So Chelsea
1: Manning still has still uh, guilty, still guilty, just let out of prison. Mm. Um, and everyone was like, "Oh, what the hell, Canada? We thought Canada was cool. <laughs> They're not. They're not. They're really strict up there."
0: Back to these Asian people who who uh, kept uh, their these two kids as slaves. Here's what's remarkable about it is that uh, Lee here, uh, the the man, yeah, sentenced to five years probation. Now I wonder if he rolled over on, on his wife. On his wife, he must have. Right. Well, what did she get? Two to six years. Oh. He got five years probation. She gets two to six years in prison. Yeah. Uh, I think it makes a statement that, and really two to six years in prison, pretty light you, you for could, child slavery. I mean. You <laughs> can make that argument. It may sound like a good idea, child slavery, but when you engage in it, you, you not only make an enemy for life in the slave, you right. just you just might go to jail for a couple of years. That's not that long. There's hardly an uglier word in the English language than slavery. You know, you hear that word, it's like, generally speaking, it's pretty loaded.
1: Yeah, it's got some negative connotations.
0: (laughs) You can't joke around about slavery. I mean, believe me, working in comedy clubs for 20 years, you get a feel for what words really bother people. Oh. And uh, slavery is one of them. Really? Yes. More than cunt.
1: You can't make jokes about slavery?
0: You can make jokes about it if you have an act that sort of, you know that people are expecting that a little bit or if if you're just hilarious, you know? Sure. But if you're just casually working it into something like and and slavery comes up... Like when Michael Richards did it. Yes. (laughs) In this case where two adults have pleaded guilty to labor trafficking charges, the sentence seems remarkably light relative to the torture these kids went through for several years. I feel a lot of empathy for them and I I wish those two children the best. It's
1: interesting. Do you mind if I just interject something about um, these... You hear a lot about human trafficking.
0: Um, not nearly enough.
1: Probably not enough, but it's always sort of presented as uh, almost as though it's something that Americans are doing, like we're bringing people in to traffic them and uh, have sex with them and enslave them. But it's invariably, and maybe everybody knows this already, Yeah. it's invariably immigrants who got here like 10 years ago doing it to people from their home country. Usually, yeah. Like Or like Indian diplomats, like... Yeah. They I, want, or Indian, you know, yes, well, of course I need to have my slaves. What do you mean I have to pay my slaves?
0: Yeah, or it's a it's a paid position. We've never given her any of the money, but she we've been keeping a tally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and stuff like that, yeah. And then they have diplomatic immunity. Right. Uh, they can hit their wives and shit like that. It's, it's really a weird thing, diplomatic immunity, but I know that's not what you're talking about. It's uh, the fact that in some cultures, slavery, hey, like in Africa uh th- th- there's a country there and a ma- ma- can more mauritania mauritania yeah. africa i mean that place uh slavery is it's some. i think it's a, like a slave majority or something i mean there's like i a think a... like
1: a third of the country is slaves yeah that's but crazy. If you listen to people they'll say oh yes but there's their form of slavery it's it's not like what we would do it's 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 almost it's nice you're kidding
0: I've never heard anybody. I I haven't really talked about it with anybody who would take that point of view, but that's nuts.
1: People who want to apologize for Muslim slavery will make a whole argument that, look, the slaves are seen as human. uh, It's not an inheritable position. um, You know, they may be freed. uh, You know. uh, (laughs) They may be. (laughs) I mean, they... There's you know, all kind. Of, it's not race based, so that therefore it's not such a big deal. But it is race based.
0: The uh, the people who own the slaves there are are sort of like a lot of them. I think are are um, like Arab they're whatever, like white yeah. Arabs, kind of. You know, yeah. Of course, it, they get white in there.
1: Right, but that may be the case, but it doesn't have to be that way.
0: Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Because um, it's, not, it's not based on their uh, race that they're enslaved. But yeah. it, to me, slavery is bad either way. Either way. And, and I don't know that like these people are really dying to be free. I would think so. But what would they do? Who knows? Maybe they... And, and really... It wasn't even illegal there until the eighties or seventies or eighties. Yeah, yeah, recently. Yeah, recently. and then like there's only been one case. Uh, once it became cr- uh, criminalized in two thousand seven, mm-hmm. only one case, and she got like six months in jail or something. This woman, and and that's with <laughs> slavery being, you know, it's just everywhere. One
1: time I was looking at Airbnb
0: in Mauritania just for fun. There's yeah,
1: some kind of in- yeah, like odd little um. <laughs>
0: Odd little. That's a uh, weird rentals. little. That's a little rabbit hole that you went down. Sure. And, and uh, did you find anything nice?
1: Um. Yeah. Well, they've got a whole coastline. I mean, you know, the. I, I was kind of curious to what, what would the beach be like in Mauritania.
0: Now, the number one song, uh, by the way, do you know what it is right now in the United States on the Billboard charts? Um. No. What is it? It's, it's something called, uh, uh, Bodak Yellow. Hmm. And uh, Bodak Yellow. Is by an artist named uh, Cardi B, a rapper. It is this is the number one song Great. on the Billboard charts. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. want
1: I'm
0: She she oh, that's great. And the number one song this week. It's Bodak Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Riding on a camel there. Yeah, It's a really good song. Yeah. It's 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 got a hypnotic quality to it.
1: It's hypnotic, like getting hit in the head with a baseball bat.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a it's sort of a blunt instrument hypnosis. Uh, Cardi B uh, actually uh, tweeted something earlier this month. Now, her real name's Belcasis Almanzar. Okay. Uh, now uh, here's what she tweeted uh, earlier this month. She said, "I can't believe this cop put me on a choke hole just now. Shit is crazy." These New York cops don't know how to do their job. Fuck 12. Fuck 12? Mm. Fuck 12. Are what's, you a, what's that mean? Well, fuck 12 is an expletive directed toward police. The 12 refers to a team of narcotics cops knocking down a door. Really? You know, I often shit on the New York Daily News for its general lack of any real obligation to the truth, and mm. omission of crucial facts and interesting details, and maudlin eulogizing of low-level mm. criminals and... Bias, political reporting, and taking the side of pit bulls who bite people. Consistently unfair treatment of police, too. Typos, and uh, Sean King. Sean King, of course, and the, the the print. I don't know if you noticed this, but in the physical edition, it's it's too small, and <laughs> the text of the stories online is placed so f- it's in between these gigantic pictures. Yeah, and you have to scroll a lot. But right. in this case, however, the Daily News proves itself to be a friend to uninitiated readers who need hip-hop slang explained in terms that anyone can understand.
1: Oh, what do they say?
0: Well, fuck 12 is an expletive directed toward police. Okay. And the 12 refers to a team of narcotics cops knocking down a door. And here's the tweet again. I can't believe this cop put a chokehole. There's no there's no D, but there is an E. Right, choke hole. A choke hole. Put me on a chokehole just now. Shit is crazy. These New York cops don't know how to do their job, fuck 12. Um,
1: Who put her in a choke? Why was she put in a chokehold? Well,
0: hole? it's very interesting because uh, once it started getting significant attention, this tweet, she removed it. And an NYPD spokesman, uh, and and she had no, no further explanation. Okay. Uh, the NYPD spokesman said, uh, the NYPD was made aware of a tweet made by rapper Cardi B, which was since deleted. I think it's funny. The NYPD heard of this rapper before I did.
1: That's not surprising. Which they, was since, they have to stay abreast of these things.
0: Uh, since deleted and indicated an alleged interaction between the NYPD and her. The NYPD has no record of any other information to support, or to support the validity of this claim. So uh, they basically just said uh, bullshit. Didn't happen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if she deleted the tweet right away, she was obviously not put on a chokehold. She would be... Uh, Following that down to the end, right? Stop lying. Look, this uh, this woman uh, is, is quite an entertainer. Mm-hmm. This is a song that we are going to be humming in 50 years. In other chokehold news, 28-year-old Ramsey Orta. Does that name mean anything to you? No. Well, Ramsey Orta, who shot the famous footage of Eric Garner's death oh, yeah. while resisting arrest. He's currently serving a four-year sentence. On gun and drug charges. He's also, and unrelated, suing the NYPD, alleging that he was targeted and wrongly arrested Oh yeah! at an anti-police brutality demonstration last year on Fifth Avenue where he was slapped with a summons for disorderly conduct and blocking traffic, which was later dismissed. Because they were harassing
1: him. They targeted he him. he is a fighter for justice.
0: I forget about that sometimes. To give them extra benefit of the doubt for that... Because these are the people that are right, they're right on the fucking front lines. Yes. The the suit claims, the New York City Police Department and right-wing media have constantly harassed the plaintiff. Uh, I guess that would be City Journal. City
1: Journal, New York City Crime Report, Uh, (laughs) the New York Post.
0: And I know that I have constantly harassed this guy. You don't even know his name. You mentioned him before. When? When?
1: Haven't you mentioned, um, you mentioned the fact that while he was taping, like, someone was like, yo, where that crack at?
0: Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. This <laughs> was so <it's> like, hey, <laughs> that girl, she kind of got this out. Yeah, there was something like, some shit like that was going on. Yeah, handing handed me this bag, and the guy's like, hold on, hold, hold on, on, hold, hold on. on. I'm trying to tape this, I'm trying to tape this shit. <laughs> this is, is going to be important. No,
1: where, where that crack at? Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: The New York City Police Department and right-wing media have constantly harassed the plaintiff. The lawsuit also claims that Orta is the only uh, is the only person present during Garner's arrest who has gone to prison. But that is Garner's fault. You know what I mean? He kicked the bucket. He might have gone to oh, jail. sure, yeah. But he, he, he couldn't cut it with yep. you. Orta, uh... Here's what I don't get is, like, what what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Like, is that to imply, like, uh, that, hey, how come uh, Pantaleo's...
1: Yeah, why isn't Pantaleo in prison?
0: Yeah, uh, because I'm the only one in prison. and I can't
1: breathe. I can't breathe.
0: (laughs) More cops in the news here. A contentious case over NYPD surveillance of Black Lives Matter protesters at Grand Central Terminal has Mm. escalated to charges that the department is actually lying. Lawyers for protester James Logue filed court papers accusing NYPD of telling purposeful lies quote purposeful while making unprecedented and illegal requests to the court and submitted intentionally misleading <laughs> sworn statements it's pretty it's, it's really vague stop lying <laughs> the NYPD is handed over surveillance records of protest in 2014-15 you remember when how that was uh, 2014-15 that's when we started having a lot of the die-ins yep those were amazing yeah I mean, what and we a, had the
1: we had the city council, they were sitting in the middle
0: of Broadway. That's right. Willing to fucking take a they an arrest. They were willing
1: to take an arrest from which they would be released.
0: By the way, I had this I good think idea. They ju- I think they just walked on behind the van and that's took the cuffs much off. What they
1: do. <laughs> I had this awesome idea. Next time any politicians decide, okay, we're going to sit down in the middle of Broadway or sit down in the middle of Fifth Avenue mm. to protest either Trump or you know Black Lives Matter. The police should just be like, okay, sit there. Uh Because the whole point is they do it. They know they're going to get arrested immediately. They're going to not even get booked. They'll be out in an hour. They'll get a desk appearance ticket. It's going to be dismissed. The whole thing is set up. Mm -hmm. It's a a PR thing. It's a PR thing. It doesn't make any sense to have politicians who run the city protesting the city. So what the hell are they doing? Blocking traffic that their own constituents are being inconvenienced by so yeah, what the, the police should do silly is say okay you want to block traffic go ahead and then refuse to arrest them yeah just let them sit there okay yeah, yeah they're, they're blocking traffic and, and le- i'd like to see how long these politicians would sit these council members would sit in the street because after half an hour they'd be <laughs> like uh aren't you gonna arrest us nah we're good Mm-mm. you just sit there look everybody's it's out, sc- it's <laughs> out of my pay grade yeah, to arrest everybody's council screaming at mind. them let them sit there for five or six hours. Hong Kong, Right.
0: That would be great. Wouldn't that be awesome? Take some decisive action, you know what I mean? But don't... I
1: would love to see these like guys just sitting in the street, and then like after five <laughs> Looking minutes- Looking at their watches When and phones, they realize, a... oh, we're not getting arrested? And then I guess they would probably just
0: get up and leave. Yeah, I'm sure they would. Maybe have a, a proxy sit in for them or something. Sure. Like, 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 like an intern or something. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Trust me, I would not be surprised.
0: Well, the NYPD did hand over the surveillance records of protests in 2014 and 15, which also included those brunch when they were fucking at brunch, where they would come in and, and, and have die-ins in brunch places. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they would show, uh, what what they did show is that undercover cops infiltrated the ranks of the protesters in order uh, to, to get text messages from the group's oh, well, leaders. Oh, so what? Yeah, so what? That's, that's fine. But Logue's attorney, David Thompson, told the Daily News that NYPD flouted the judge's order by withholding footage from the stationary cameras, among other information. Said Thompson, I'm, I've gotten so fed up with talking about lying without using the word, which is what they're doing. That's not like an attorney speaking. No. That's sort of a dickhead speaking. Well, uh, the disciplinary trial of uh, James Frascatori has come to a close. In the case of retired tennis player James Blake, oh. a civilian uh, complaint review board prosecutor Jonathan Fogel recommended that the officer forfeit 10 vacation days. That is as close to saying he didn't do anything as you're going to get from the CCRB. Mm. 10 vacation days. this thats I mean, they, they're calling for people to be fired and shit like that. Right. Well, I mean, two weeks pay, that's kind of a lot. I mean, it's a big deal. You don't want to give it up. However, it's not the, you know, the, the hardcore message that no, you guys get. No, now no. this was a national story. If you don't remember for a week or two, September, 2015, you might recall the video, which was all over the news. Officer Frascatore was given the go ahead to arrest Blake outside of the Grand Hyatt hotel in Midtown. They gave him the, uh, they told him, a supervisor told him to move in. Yeah. Well, Blake looks exactly like the suspect in a right. credit card, uh, uh, ring. Do you remember the seeing their side by sides, yes. Two witnesses had also pointed out Blake as a suspect. Frascatori had been told the suspect was armed. A supervisor told him to move in and make the arrest. So the officer testified he used a martial arts tactic to neutralize Blake using the element of surprise in order to avoid a foot chase on the crowded street or a fight against the uh, glass uh, doors of the hotel. Okay. The failing New York Times reported Mr. Blake has called uh, for Officer Frascatori to be fired. Oh, did he? Yes, he did. Mr. Blake said a loss of vacation time would be inadequate for, for an officer whose record of complaints demonstrate a pattern of violent behavior toward black men.
1: Hmm.
0: However, uh, while giving testimony during the, the hearing, Blake made a statement that would tend to undermine all that bluster.
1: Oh, what did he say?
0: Mr. Blake recalled thinking that Officer Frascatori was a former teammate from his high school wrestling team who had happened to spot him on the street. The takedown, he said, seemed like "quote a friendly encounter between former wrestlers." <laughs> really? Yes, that's that's curious. It's funny how that quote didn't really blow up all that much.
1: It's kind of weird to think. So he thought, like, "Oh, here's my old buddy,
0: just doing a takedown like old days." Okay. Well, let's... like he's he, like this has happened to him with his friends. They greet each other this way apparently. Oh. <laughs> Uh, it feels friendly how could something so brutal feel feel like that like a greeting from an old friend uh
1: it, must be really experienced at this that he could take him down without really damaging him or
0: yeah and and also you know with him thinking that like oh this was this is done in a friendly this way this is my
1: buddy yeah. yeah
0: it like like oh I, I don't mind this at all sort of uh well he thought that until he put him in handcuffs and stuck a knee in his back, he said. Right, okay. But that's because he you know, thought you were the guy. He thought you might be armed. Uh, in June, he, uh, Blake did drop his excessive force claim against the city as the city announced a fellowship program in Blake's name to improve oversight of uh, con- uh, police misconduct. And that deal also included 175 grand for legal fees and expenses. Mayor de Blasio lauded the deal. Others were less enthusiastic. Guess who? Gwen Carr and Constance Malcolm, the mothers of Eric Garner and oh. Marley Graham, who were killed by police officers back in 14 and 12. They spoke out against the agreement.
1: <sighs> well, 99% of all street violence is caused by the NYPD. This is
0: the statement, a the joint statement between those two mothers of dead people. It's disappointing that after receiving... Pre- I love the way it's Garner's mother, like he was a kid yeah right <laughs> like wasn't just, he like 50 he's, years old he's like exactly my age yeah you know
1: he was like 45 or something yeah
0: so. he's like yeah 32 uh Gwen Carr and Constance Malcolm. yeah the mother you know like we are broken hearted huh right I mean he was <laughs> I wonder how often he visited it's disappointing that after receiving preferential treatment from the city James Blake appears to be giving cover to the de Blasio administration for its complete lack of police accountability and transparency, a complete lack of it, Yes, of police accountability and transparency, instead of supporting the demands of our families and communities for an end to police abuses against us. So you're either in support of the demands of our families, Mm -hmm. or you are supporting the complete lack of police accountability and transparency it's one or the other now that's correct those women with the dead kids they still go to them for these quotes i guess or they still make these statements and
1: they're like the spoke they're like the um
0: they're the conscience
1: they're the conscience yeah of the community stop lying
0: The CCRB did offer him a deal by which he would have lost vacation days and avoided trial. However, at a hearing, uh, the officer turned down the deal because the city would not provide written proof that Blake wouldn't uh, seek future litigation against the officer. This guy got up and shook the cop's hand, even. The, the, the cop told him he was sorry. He patted him on the back. You look just like the guy. And he thought it was a friendly, right. old wrestling buddy taking him down. And yet, this is how far it has to go. Sure. And we're covering it now. It'll be decided guilty or not guilty by the Deputy Police Commissioner of Trials. That's Rosemary Maldano. And it will then go to Police Commissioner James P. O'Neill, who can accept, modify, or reject her findings. Oh, is but, that how it works? Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, he can do that. I, I don't, uh, la- I mean, the last time uh, this happened, I guess it was O'Neill who uh, went along with the recommendation for uh, Richard Haste. That he be, uh, you know, fired.
1: And who was who Richard Hayes?
0: Uh, Richard Hayes shot Romarly Graham. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, he shot him. Uh, in haste. <laughs> in Some haste. Some would say. He shot him in, uh, I think it was actually the Bronx. The Boogie D. Uh, Seth Baron. good talking to you again this Sunday. And uh, everybody go check out city-journal.org and read up there. Do me a favor with this podcast just share it with your friends share it with people you think will like it if you're a policeman share it with another policeman pass the word on uh this podcast has an appeal to a certain type of person if people find it randomly they may not listen to it and keep listening to it they may not like it but you know the kind of people who would like it right right. because you like it wait are Yes. But I'm talking to everybody through you. Right, right, right.
1: I'm going to chime in and say that I agree with you, Pat, and that people who enjoy this podcast should share
0: it with your friend. Robbery, murder, rape, hilarious. Thank you one more time. Seth Barron. Thanks, Pat. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.